live with the mice while the cat is away. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Dude, I'm so bringing the cheese. Squeak, squeak. Yeah. <clears throat> I live in a hole in the wall. Yeah. Are we gray mice? Because that's not that's not good. Raise your voice. No, no. no. You, you are the, the brightest orange of mice, Mark. You are a, a noticeable bright orange mouse. Thank you. Thank you. I don't you. know if orange mice are a thing or not, but... You know what? I, I, I wasn't sure whether to be offended, but I know where you're going with it, and I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm, I'm sure at the, the uh, Doritos factory, there's tons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there probably is. And they're so tasty. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll start the show. Why not? It's been a long time. Uh, Kristen Knowles, who usually starts the show, uh, is suspended this week uh, oh. for. Well, you got everyone listening knows exactly what happened, so we're oh, not gonna. Yeah, we're not yeah, gonna that, go over it. That last episode was controversial. Holy I'm, shit! You know, our bosses at Two Soccer, when they come down on someone, you know, they they come down hard. So she's hopefully learned a life lesson. Mm, mm-hmm. one can hope yeah um listeners as you may know you may know me from such things such as bird noises and uh belarusian voiceovers i'm tony walsh so good and alongside me is grumbling aficionado and head of tourism hardly cool duncan flesher hello and emceeing leading us uh i don't know how do you want to put it captaining you're the captain of our hearts for sure a man who lives for mm. grown men wearing uniquely patterned laundry mm. it's mark hinkley too long ago too long afar couldn't wait another it, day for the captain <laughs> of your heart thank you i can't remember the guy's name uh, is uh is it fergal sharky no know. no no it's not fergal sharky it's literally like had one hit and it's probably somewhere in my Spotify play. I'm gonna if I find it, I'm gonna put the play the music playlist, which we don't okay. actually. Do. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. I, I'm more intrigued by this uh, the, uh, it's like strangely patterned lingerie. So many. I didn't say I didn't say lingerie. lingerie. I said laundry. Nah, it's less exciting then. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, um, both of those sound equally exciting. So um, you're both right. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. The lingerie Premier League is that like the uh, that uh, terrible American uh, was it lingerie football league or whatever? Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, for, but for me, it takes <laughs> on a very different, very different slant. It's just a bunch of fabrics being held up. And me going, ooh, oh, I think they're gonna <laughs> win, and that's it. Oh, I see. That's cool. Yeah, like so, like when you choose the uh, the kits on a video game, when you get to choose which one you want, they're just kind of floating there. Oh yeah, in yeah. the area, and you're like, yeah, I'll take that one. This version of FIFA does not have any actual football in it. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you kind of hit on something there, though, I think. I mean, this can be how the, the, the Canadian Premier League, this can be, it's, it's like, it's thing to get attention. Have all the players in lingerie. And so yeah. Kyle Becker's wandering around in a bra and what have you. You know, I mean, who's not wanting to watch that? I'm out. I had a good run. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I didn't want to put people in it. Not especially not the players, uh, but I see, I see weird. I see, I see how that pathway happens. Absolutely. Zator in Gartors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bus nuts. So 
Uh, yes. there's, that, there's that guy at Hamilton whose balls are fucking massive. Um, I don't know his name, but I'm um, sure he'd look good in something, uh, you know, to, to package them nicely. If if it's the song uh, you're, that I think you're talking about, it's, it's Tristan Borges and it's his cock is fucking massive. So. Oh, well, then that'd look even better in there and just a nice... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, a nice, yeah. yeah. A nice Macron banana hammock. Yes. Yes. Oh, marketing people get on it. All right, let's 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 yeah, let's let's, 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 let's do the thing that we would normally do that Kristen would be like, so this is what's been happening. Is that is, is that a fair? Is that a fair fact? A little a little scratchier. Right. This is what's been happening. No, this is what's been happening. TFC, I can't sustain this. TFC over the weekend played away to San Jose Earthquakes, mm. um, and shock a point on the road. Another Ooh. clean sheet. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the kids did well playing out there. Um, I don't. I, what, okay. Just right off the top. What do you guys think of the draw? Like, do you think that the point was fair or did they deserve more points or no points? What, what were your thoughts? I did not see one second of this game and have not watched any highlights. But what are your thoughts? An article or two. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I'd have taken that ahead of time with given all the uh, the people off uh, injured or playing for Canada, what have you. It's, uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. It, it was a 1.1 on the Richter scale. Hey. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, I guess, deserved. They didn't necessarily deserve to lose i although yeah could have seen it happening and with a few uh, maybe a few more lucky uh, bounces san jose's way overall fair such a great speaking of gray mice this is such a gray mouse fixture oh yeah I, um, I, mm-hmm. yeah wandalowski didn't play well no he much. did not play well mm. I, I would go as far as saying he was pretty absent um yeah. the are 90 minutes yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the article I read didn't even mention him at all. It didn't even warrant a mention, not even one. Yeah, that's not, sure. that's, that's, I expect more from my designated players. Mm-hmm. Yes, quite. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like, um, I think the draw was, I think the draw was legit in the sense that, um, Toronto didn't really threaten all that much. Uh, it, watching the game, um, the some of the names okay i don't know if it's the names or i think it's it might actually be the apple play-by-play guys uh they they seem to nail a lot of pronunciations but victor vasquez was playing mm. Mm, that i didn't even know you actually pronounced the qua in vasquez <laughs> yeah uh but they were nailing everybody else's name with absolute precision so uh but, Wait, uh, but you don't go on a cast do you you go on a quest <laughs> no no true. it's true i don't but I, I often have some questions. Um, mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but as aside from that, like I didn't feel like uh, I didn't feel like Toronto showed up in the final third. Like there were some there were mm. some positive mo- movements into the box, but like nothing really happened. Like there was a couple near misses. Uh, but for the most part, I felt like if anybody was going to score it was going to be san jose but they were nearly pathetic abysmal pathetic Mm. strong let's go with abysmal they were fairly abysmal throughout most of the match they had a lot of 
great chances and a lot of shots went wide. Uh, there was there was a couple that hit hit various pieces of woodwork. Thankfully, in one of them, uh, Cade fucking Cade Ugh. Cade Cowell. Um, uh, I want to start a rumor that Cade's his middle name. His first name's actually Robert, but he just goes by the first initial. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. That one was specifically <laughs> wow. Arcade. That's, that, that's fire. Thank you. Yep. Arcade. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is arcade. It is fire. Arcade fire cowl. Um, yeah, he was he was in an offside position, so it wouldn't have counted anyway. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah it just, uh, it, San Jose just could not solve anything. And uh, when when they actually did put one on on net, Sean Johnson, who at the near the death of the match, I think it was like the ninety second minute, he he got he got down low and 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 scooped a ball out from getting past him in a low corner from yeah. a, from a long range shot through traffic. So, I mean, great. That's that's what I'd hope from you know the type type of miracle work that uh, I expect from a keeper of his caliber. Otherwise, yeah, the point point's totally fair. Yeah, although I, I think you, uh, two things. You bring up a, a point about the way San Jose played. I, I think a better team cruises past TFC that night. Oh, 100. Um, and also, too, I, I, I guess it doesn't... If, if you were going into this match looking for progression to see improvements in Toronto, I think you came away wanting still. I just still don't, I still don't see, I've been wet to be honest. I've been waiting a long time to see under Bob Bradley, what this team's style is. I, I still don't get it. I, I don't understand. Like, you know, they talk about a, a playing philosophy or a club's, you know, DNA, their style. I, I, I still am a little miffed of what TFC are trying to grow into, or if it's just, hope for the best. Yeah. I, I, I kind of see that. I felt like with, with Vanny at, I wouldn't say like, not, not la- the final season of Vanny, but mm. even in the season where they shot the bed and didn't make the playoffs because they were just broken and tired, they were still had a form. They had a format, they had a, mm-hmm. a plan and it just, they just gassed out from it. And then this, the following season, they somehow managed to resume service from, two seasons yeah. before and get to another final, which was, but like you could, you, you could see like the DNA of a style. Yeah. You could see, you could see what he was trying to accomplish. This is just it. Yeah. It's almost kind of like, um, here's what I'd like you to do. Good luck guys. And just yeah. and then he walks out of the room. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think in MLS generally you get less of that kind of like, this club plays this style like you do maybe, you know, with with long established clubs in Europe, let's Mm -hmm. use England, for example, you know, although it's changed now, you'd expect like a Burnley in in Premier League to play, you know, a closed shop style. And then there's teams who play much more expansive. You fucking Southern snob. Oh, come on. Then why is everyone going on about how great Vincent Company's uh, change evolution of Burnley is? (laughs) This is more about Sean Dyche than Burnley. Burnley sure. have- well, no, but Burnley for a long time, you know. Mm. Okay, let let's let's say Arsenal in the in the uh, late eighties, nineties. Then the one nil to the Arsenal. You knew the way they were going to play versus sure. versus you know a team who played the, the entertainers of Newcastle. Say you get that less in MLS clubs who who 
complete, you know, have a style that lasts with manager changes and ownership changes and everything like that. It is more, but TFC particularly to me, it seems, yeah, like Marcus to throw everything at the wall and let's see what sticks and hopefully something looks good. And yeah, Vanny, I think, I mean, okay. He had the uh, advantage of being here for a long time. Mm-hmm. in general you know compared to other tfc managers but uh yeah i, I mean it didn't always work but there was he he, he had his style he liked to play and you kind of knew what you were gonna get and i i, I don't know still i i still don't know I, I if someone said oh what kind of like philosophy does bob bradley like put out there on the pitch i'm like i'm not 100 percent sure yeah, yeah agreed i mean i do think you know you can look at the last couple of years, like last year under Bradley and before that, TFC's just looked a bit broken recently. And then then it seems like this year, so far at least, they've they've got to be like defensively solid. Um, You know, Hedges and Rosted seem like they're a good central defensive partnership. Johnson's been good in goal and that has given something. And then sort of just kind of like focusing on it, let's be solid defensively after like the last couple of years of shit shows. And then, you know, eventually, when Insigne is healthy, hopefully Bernadeschi is so healthy at the same time, and maybe at some point we'll actually get a decent centre forward. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, this sort of more solid defensive style can just rely on a little bit of individual sort of play up front and it'll work out. Um, Right now, you know, we've got sort of Bernie and Osorio is good for popping up with some goals here or there. And, you know, Larea on the wing. Aside from that, there's not much else. I mean, right now, this this kind of feels like, you know, it's, it's like 2010 under Preki after like Chad Barrett and Mike Santos got injured. And, you know, yeah, well, Dero, but then it's like O'Brien White and Ibi Ibrahim. And uh, I mean, this still looks okay defensively, but there's just nothing going on up front. Uh, I feel like that's kind of where we are sort of right now kind of actually a fairly solid defensive team, but without the, uh, we, we don't have enough of the, the, the fancy players who can actually do something uh, up front. So uh, we've got Lorenzo Insigne. Come on. Not right now. We don't do it. We haven't had him for 30 minutes this year. And I what are 30 my, minutes? My tongue was placed firmly in cheek. Hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, Insigne is the, uh, the the Chad Barrett of 2023, you know. Wow. Yes, that's praise. The, the Italian Chad Barrett, as Guerrero yes. de, de la Sport calls him. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, if he's there as well as Bernie and as they, if we can get ourselves an actual good working centre forward who's somewhat dangerous and has potential to score goals, uh, then add that into the fairly solid defence. And, hey, that's, that's a good... Uh, that's a good solid lineup, but are we allowed to call him Chaz Beretta? <laughs> Why not? That's funny. I, 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 if you want to, I don't. I mean, it could, it could catch on. Stranger things have happened. Mm. People still ask if uh, if uh, Usinov did punch horses. So, I mean, why would this not be any different? You Show know? me a picture of him not punching a horse. Which is that's how we come to the conclusion. It's not like Usanov's talking. Too busy nope. punching horses. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Okay. Move, move. I think we can I think we can fairly move on. I, the last thing I will say is that apparently uh the 
uh, MLS thought he did great because Marshall, Jaquiel Marshall, what was named to uh, MLS team of the week for his performance. Um, great. I thought he did. He did do well. That's but, what counts. Yeah. Cause that's, if you can't get the points, get the individual accolades that are randomly chosen by unknown corporate entity. Bless the corporate entity. Thank you. Corporate entity for the, who, 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 who is the sponsor of player or team of the week now? Um, I believe it's the Marshall Ruddy family now. Um, <laughs> wow. Deep pockets. I know. I know. It's just, wow. I, 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 I don't know, but uh, huh. uh, apparently he had a passing percentage of 92.9%. Mm. I thought he was only in the eighties. So that's no, I don't, I don't pay attention that that closely, but. I was too well, busy studying his heat map. It, it's is it hot? Oh, in in places, other places kind of green. Mm. Fair, fair. Some places orange. Oh, okay, Ooh. okay. Then yellow, then yellow. A bit of red. It, I mean, it seems temperate. So kind of, kind of purplish in places, but oh. not for very long. Oh, that's. Yeah. I don't think that's good. Okay, moving on. Screw this. Okay. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's at at least we had an international break, even if MLS didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, playing through it. Uh, International spring break. Woo! All the teams should all the all the games should have been played at Myrtle Beach. You know, I would consider going to that for a week of anyway. Let's like the Winnipeg bubble, but with tank tops. Mm. Go on. Anyway, internationals. So we had yeah. we had our we had our little um our our what are we calling it the 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 Concacaf Nations League. I wanted to call it Champions League. I knew that was wrong. That's something well, we're, else that I we're enjoy. not calling it that. Concacaf's calling it that. We'd come up with a much better name. I know we can. I mean, okay, we Battle could. Of the network Battle of the Network Countries. Battle of the Network Countries. Well, <laughs> well, Curacao, come on down. I mean, this was. This was uh, Saturday, uh, but uh, Canada was down in Curacao playing on their delightful artificial turf. Mm. Um, and for those of you who who did not uh, get a chance to see it or hear, hear about it because they only won 2-0. And that's not to disrespect Curacao. They're 81st in FIFA. I remember those times when we were only 81st so long ago like last week or something <laughs> i i do enjoy skipping ahead slightly but i've like, heard men saying oh we're playing it's like games against like you know it's like teams like this that's not gonna help <laughs> all of a sudden we're way too good for these guys yeah fantastic i know, I know. it's the, it's the selective short-term memories amazing yeah. i am oh. upset by one thing considering mm. curacao has the artificial turf why the hell didn't don't they have a blue turf like that one ncaa football team Oh, oh yeah, I, yes, Boise State. Yeah, that's right, Boise State. Yes, yeah. I mean blue Curacao. Come on, yeah, it's yeah. Right marketing. It's right there. Um, so half yeah, blue, half orange. I... All pleasure. Yes, sounds delicious. Um, so yeah, so Canada went went down and uh, came away with a two 0 victory. Um, I only managed to catch the second half. No, that, that's yeah. fine. I only called the first half. So between oh, okay. us. Sorry. So I just, and I just watched the halftime show. <laughs> Fantastic. It was probably on it was probably on YouTube anyway. Mm. Um I did rewind and watch the goals. The goals were 
okay. Like they weren't, you know, they weren't fantastic technical bits of, of wizardry, but uh, uh, you know, they go in, that's all I really care about. Duncan, what, what were your, what were your takeaways from the first half? Uh, yeah. The first half generally it was scrappy as fuck. Cause mm-hmm. I think, you know, the pitch wasn't good and you know, it's probably kind of hot there and what have you. And um, yeah, Curacao weren't doing much and like Canada did enough. Uh, yeah. Got a couple of goals. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all they needed to do, really. And uh, yeah, then I presume they just kind of cruised home in the second half. But I know I didn't watch that bit. But uh, yeah, first half, uh, they they looked good. Well, I wouldn't say good, but Curacao did not look dangerous. And Canada managed to score twice. So enough. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, second half was, it kind of... It, I couldn't quite put my finger on when it looked like they officially took their foot off the gas. It seemed like it was around the 60th minute, which was strange, but okay. I mean, at this point, like they're in, they're sitting in first place in the three team group, you know, if the, if the end game is just to get out in first, they're pretty much there. Um, And Mm. I, I imagine, I imagine running up the scoreboard isn't super advantageous, but Whatever. Yeah, all, all they needed to do was make sure that their goal difference was better than Honduras's, so that if Tuesday's game ended in a tie, they'd still be first. Getting two goals was enough for that. Job done. Fair, fair. But yeah, um, I, I, um, yeah, I, I kind of felt like watching that second half. It was. Did they? Did Canada underestimate Curacao's? not not their ability but did they just figure that they were going to run them over or did they did they coast or was i or am i missing something from the performance because it really just felt like the last 30 minutes could have just been you know any any 11 canadian players out there yeah i mean i I think there's always something to playing down canada has a tendency sometimes to uh over underestimate uh some of those, you know, lower CONCACAF teams. And they, they, they tend to play down to their opponents sometimes. You know, they we saw maybe in World Cup qualifying that they, they got a little better at putting the sword to those teams. But, yeah, you know, so it happens. But it happens to the best of teams, you know. And I think Curacao's a little slipperier, slipperier a customer than some other of the smaller CONCACAF teams. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not shocked. First game and that first game after in an international break is uh, rarely you see really sharp performances from teams, especially ones playing. Uh, come on, Nations League and Battle of the Network Countries is uh, is overblown friendlies, really. So, yeah, fair. I think I think it was what for me. I, it wasn't shocking. They got what they needed. That's the thing, right? They got their they got the the win, and that's. That's pretty much it. You gotta sometimes you just gotta get through these matches. Yeah. I mean, overblown friendly was about the right temperature when it like yeah. that that second half played out, that's for sure. And I think the, the problem was obviously you know, John Herdman was suspended without him there on the uh the sideline to inspire and all that sort of thing. You know, and there's only so much you can expect, really, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I mean if if you're going to have a suspended gaffer, this is probably the right game to have him suspended for. Cause you know, 
recent World Cup attendees versus lowly 81st minute. I am completely fucking joking in the seriousness of that delivery, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if it's clear. It was not that long ago where we were probably looking up at Curacao and how do we get to be that good? Like, I just, I know. Okay, I know. Um, well, that set the table then for the match uh, yesterday, day of recording, which was, uh, yeah. Yesterday from today's recording, but Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, the word yeah, I'm looking Tuesday. for is Tuesday. Okay. Um, Canada had uh, the, the their final match in the... Uh, Battle of the Network Nations. Is that what, sorry, is that what you call it? Country? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Conquer- I think I said countries because I didn't want to step on nations. That's their word. That's mm. fine. Uh, whatever. I, it's made for whatever. Team yeah. Um, winner, Conca- winner of the Conca- group. Conca- Gladi- Conca- Cap Gladiators is available. <laughs> I, there, I, feel, I feel like there's a mashup that we can do, like, or maybe just Gladiators League. That would be even better. Hmm. Anyway, so set the stage. Game on, game from Tuesday, on Tuesday, whatever. Look, tenses are not my thing right now. Um, this is spectacular, Mark. I know, I'm doing so good. So the winner of this, the winner of this tie basically is going to the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada for a Ooh. semifinal tie at the time, TBD. So uh, all we got to do is... As Duncan said, uh, beat them or draw and have a better goal difference. Um, Duncan, as a person, hmm. as a human who was in attendance, I was. How was that? Uh, it was fun. Um, a not as cold as it could have been. Uh, I was like pretty well dressed up, but uh, all in all, yeah, that was not bad for March. It was compared to like the game against Jamaica last year, which was just absolutely fucking awful mm. uh, cold-wise. This one was, you know, as pleasant as could be expected uh, for March. Um, aside from that, there was definitely a, a long wait to get in, um, which I don't quite get because, like, the crowd was, like, 13,000. So why the fuck is it taking – why are there lineups going out into the car park and it's taking, like, 15 minutes to get in? Perhaps because I turned up at about three minutes before kickoff time. It might have mm. something to do with it, maybe. Who knows? But either way, it seemed like this is uh, poor um, management of crowds and what have you. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, uh, it was fun. The, uh, I feel like the crowd that was actually there was uh, into it. It was a, uh, a decent uh, sort of atmosphere. And um, yeah, I mean, the game itself was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, it was like just basically all Canada. It was essentially to v- like that that first half against Belgium, mm-hmm. but with goals. Oh, that yeah, that's a good comparison. That's a good uh, comparison. Yeah. And, you know, uh, good performance. Can't really complain. Kyle Lauren, I, you know, yeah, he scored two goals. That's nice. But Jonathan David needs to be a lot more fucking aggressive and assertive about taking penalties. Because uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I don't care if Lauren wants to get a hat trick or Alfonso Davies wants to be the guy that gets all the glory. No, fuck off. You're the penalty taker. Stick to your fucking guns. Tell those guys to fuck off and take a penalty and score. Come on, man. I, 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 while I appreciate that uh, sentiment, um, 
I I did like the idea. It's like, ah, we're we're cruising. Yeah, Go for yeah, it. Yeah, Go for it, Kyle. Do it. <laughs> and and he he got all power of it to fire it right past the outside of a post. Yeah. Um, the game ended up four four one. For those of you who somehow stumbled onto this podcast, know nothing of international soccer, but are curious as to how <laughs> things play out. Four one to Canada. Um, Kyle Aaron with a brace really quickly. Quick question for the, for the table. At what time in the game did you realize they weren't going to score nine against Honduras? Tony. Mm. Well, see, I never thought that. What? Bullshit. Are you I did Canada soccer? Come on. <laughs> ah, too much. Oh, fair. Too much. That's why I knew. Fair. No. Yeah. I mean, it was 2-0 so quickly. Yeah. I know. Okay, maybe. maybe and then guys, there was maybe, a penalty. It's like, yeah, well, there was, gates. What, yeah, when that penalty was missed, it was like, no. Yeah. Like, you know, that was <laughs> the momentum. That goes in. You can just freaking keep on going. But then that's, that's true. Maybe, uh, maybe in the in the space between second goal and that, there was a there was maybe a fantasy moment, but I don't think I truly believed it. I mean, okay. I mean, in in personally, I felt about the 37 minute. I don't know if there was anything in particular that happened. I just realized, no, they can't. They're not going to put seven more past them. There's no time for this shit. So <laughs> I, I I did have expectation because, I mean, by the 13th minute, it was 2-0. Doing the math says they could have easily put another dozen. Yeah. Obviously didn't happen. But I can hope. I can dream. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, um. Duncan, did you did sorry, did you did you have a time where you like oh you said after the penalty, right? Yeah, it's basically just oh if you know if you get this one here, then it's free. Then yeah, this is on. It's like, uh, that didn't happen, did it? Uh, okay. All right, well, never mind. Um, but you know, four one. Who who are we to to scoff at four? Uh, only beaten Honduras by four to one. I, you know that that's fucking dreamland from just like a couple of years ago to be doing that. Uh, Absolutely, so, yeah, um, yeah. But the thoughts like Ishmael Coney looked really good out there. Yeah, just uh, sort of very just calm and composed on the ball and everything. A bunch of times, just kind of like dribbling a little. Then ooh, there's a bit of pressure coming. Oh, he'll just like easily just turn in a different direction, completely lose his man, be able to play a pass out. He's just like, oh, you look really fucking good. Now. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I, I have so many questions as to like, it, it's it's almost kind of like, um, it's the it's a terrible analogy, but it's the only one I can come up with at this moment. Uh, kind of like when you hit, like school ends and then you come back from summer break and like somebody's hit a growth spurt. It's like, what what has happened in the last couple of months where you went from being, okay, you know, you're a quality player, can clo- can totally see that you've got a future to like, oh shit, you might be a starter now. Like that's, that like that mm. was quite the performance I felt. Oh damn, it's Ishmael yeah. Conan. He got a Volkswagen Cabriolet. Mm. Yeah. Someone's been working out over the summer. Am I right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess this is what happens when you move to Watford. I just the the. Uh, well, I mean, it's such a traditional training academy. Yeah, well, they, dem- they dem- the Hornets demand excellence. Oh yes, yes. I mean, who is their coach these days? I you know they, oh, they I don't know. Bernie Toppin, TB TBD. For but you know, by the time the show goes to air, that could all be different. Yes, so why bother <laughs> saying it? Um, but yeah, you know, I guess he's uh, 
just the uh, the, the the white hot crucible of the the championship has uh, honed his skills. Where uh, you know now this sort of thing, yeah, national games, whatever, blah, it's all good. Uh, no problems for the kid. So please, please uh, tell me you have a side hustle podcast called the White Hot Crucible of the Championship, <laughs> <laughs> where you just discuss the latest ins and outs of Preston North End. Uh, uh, I wish, but no, that would be glorious. Mm. Actually, it would be if it was White Hot Crucible. That's good for a pre- just a Preston, you know, podcast. So fill your boots. Mm. I, oh, I know you. I know you'd go Leeds if you were going for a white team, but you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, the sort of crucible obviously suggests uh, Sheffield, just for the snooker connection. Uh, you know, there's usually at least one Sheffield team in there, but uh, yeah. Preston do have that lamb and that cross in their badge, though. Mm, yes. Very woolly lamb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking of like Preston and everything, completely off the uh, the thing, but uh, mm-hmm. basically uh, to, you know, how take with a like your, your Presto card, like to register it, you kind of have to put like a username and everything. Uh, might it be Presto North End. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully people can't get, guess what my password is because otherwise, ah, there it is. Uh, but yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, so so any, any other final thoughts on the performance? Um, not the performance itself, I don't think. No, but again, just to go back to the like the press conference afterwards, where it's like Herdman's talking about, oh, you know, we need to be getting in good games and everything. I mean, if we're just constantly playing against you know some teams like this, you know, that's not going to help. And if we can't get better than this, what are we doing? And I, I hilarious on so many levels that all of a sudden he thinks he's too fucking good for Honduras. For uh, yeah. One. I mean, uh, also, also, too, bro, welcome to fucking CONCACAF. Yes. B, like, look you, around. Well, well, you know, big talk. I expect uh, to see him in the uh, final of the Gold Cup then. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, mm, you get used to it. There's going to be Nations League. That's going to be CONCACAF. Gold Cup, that's going to be CONCACAF. World Cup qualifying, that's going to be CONCACAF. Um, <laughs> but, you know, is this basically him like pushing for Canada to do in Australia? Is this him trying to get out of CONCACAF and like get <laughs> yes. to South America yes. or Europe? Canada to UEFA. Yes. No, you know what? Uh, okay, not, let's not go before, to Australia. Let's not before join Greenland. The, let's join yeah, the Asian Confederation. Yeah. This is, you, could draw a, you could probably draw a straight-ish line from New Zealand to the West Coast. Mm. I would... Okay. Honestly, I just want... I want Forge to play like Pohang Steelers in Champions League. Mm, that's yeah. that's yeah. what I want. I want I want the I want the Steelers versus Steelers derby to be a thing. Um, if only ever once in my life. Uh, but uh, anyway, like that that's particularly comical. It truly is. Just this is how Mexico has been doing for the last twenty years. You know, like yeah. this is how the United States has been doing, and nobody's I, I guess, calling either of those teams for exhibitions. Yeah. I guess Herdman's argument would be, well, yeah, what the fuck has Mexico ever done at a World Cup? Because they never do anything, but because they're stuck playing against teams like this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other hilarious part of it is obviously he is agitating for you know the CSA to be sort of booking friendlies against European or South American teams or what have you. And <laughs> uh which just hilarious, just that 
everyone has all these demands about the CSA. Wait, wait, you, it's already clearly been established that the CSA is incompetent and has already signed all its money away. How are they going to do that? Uh, it, uh, you know, it's kind of hilarious. Just you know, the the men have obviously got their uh, sort of problems. The women's team they've got their problems. Now they've got John Hurtman said, so "You need to be booking as better friendlies." Uh, it's hilarious. Just how everyone is just all demanding of the, the CSA to do these things that the CSA does not have the the money or the competence to do. That's uh, Canadian you know. sucker business, baby. Yes, Woo! yes. I, uh, yeah. The, sorry, the only other thing I and I totally meant to bring this up earlier was um, I particularly liked uh, the fourth goal, which was scored by Jonathan Sorio. Um, mm. I've never I know he's looked angry all the time, even in victory and glory, but he looked really angry that he got such a good pass and scored. Um, I don't I, I don't suspect you could you they showed that on the big screen uh for you Duncan but I did um, not notice it but uh, he looked like he was going to like like the facial expression was not somebody I just scored a goal it was I swear to god if you do it again I'm going to punch you in your fucking mouth and I'm like mm, weird energy but that's him because he's super intense and that's Jonathan Sorio and <laughs> well, that I love shit him. would piss me off too I know the, the the nerve you son of a bitch putting it right on my boots ugh Anyway, I, I I particularly always enjoy when Jonathan Sorio scores and wonder if he smiles if it hurts. So these assist guys always trying to get on camera with their fancy passing. Yeah, bastards. All right, so we're gonna move on to what we're talking about. Uh, not not a not a ton of stuff going on here, uh, but. Uh, First up, we'd like to talk about the massive opening weekend for the National Women's Soccer League in the States. They had their season opener, first kick, you know, whatever. They don't have a gimmicky dumb name, which is great. And if they did, it's probably not sponsored, which is nice, too. Well, they're not trying hard enough. How do they expect to be taken seriously on on the American sporting landscape? I know nothing sponsored by a car company like like twice in one thing um, that would be, you know, like the Audi opening kickoff brought to you by Ford, like that kind of shit, um, it, which that's I'm sure they've, they're trying to get that one done. That's like automotive inception. Kind of, kind of, sort of, I think, isn't that how scions get made anyway? <laughs> when a, when a Ford and a Kia Aww. fall in love. Oh, bless. Um, yeah. So, for those of you who are aren't aware of it, the opening fixtures averaged fifteen thousand fans across the six matches. Nice. Fifteen San Diego sold out their thirty-two thousand seat stadium. They play at San Diego State's new ground, new new oh nice football place. But holy fucking shit, thirty-two thousand for 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 not I'm not even gonna say NWSL for a club game. That's amazing in, in, in America um, or English speaking North America for that matter. But like what, what an incredible um, opening salvo of stats. That's fantastic. Uh, So in Kristen's rundown, um, she put down great to see a good harbinger for the prospective Canadians women's league. She wrote that. Yeah. That's barely a sentence. Um, what is she, George Lucas? You you can write that stuff, but you can't say it out loud. 
I know. I know. Maybe I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I presume she's suggesting, okay, here's the demand. You know, just build it and they will come. And, you know, hey, look how good this league's doing there. Just get a league going and people will come and attend it. I think is presumably where she's going with that. I would, I mean, I would hope so, but. Yeah, but she, she just wanted to make us say Harbinger. I know, I know. She's been, like, the, the group chat is, like, I get it. I get it. You learned a new word. You want to use it everywhere. I, she's I, in the pocket of Big Thesaurus. She is. Mm-hmm. In the large pocket, in the massive pocket, in the <laughs> um, spacious. What a, what a shit joke! Um, yes, that's good joke. That's a good joke. Okay, thanks. That's, that's, that's high. That's highbrow. Well, that's we edgy. got it. We it's the pendulum, right? We go highbrow, and then we talk about farts yeah. and boobs. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess Kristen put farts and boobs on the uh, the rundown. Did, there. So yeah, we'll did right it. under the word harbinger. So she at least she knows like yeah. us. That's yeah, which yeah. I appreciate. Mm. I, I still trying to work out what a boob fart is, but oh well. Uh, when a mom, anyway, no, I'm not going to try to describe this. So, okay, I do like the I do like the idea that the NWSL is going to do good. That must mean that there is an appetite for pro women's soccer, and I hope so. I really, really hope so. I would love for the Canadian League. I cannot remember what the placeholder name is for it, um, but the Canadian Women's League led by legend Diana Matheson. Um, I would hope that they kick off and they get massive crowds in, in, in all four grounds. Cause I, I understand it's an eight, it's supposed to be an 18 league, but will they, can they, I always feel like, especially when it comes to like Canadian domestic leagues, just in any sport, never mind soccer, um, like everything, we can't we can't do anything without the uh, blessing of our neighbors to the south. If these mm-hmm. eight teams were in the NWSL, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Vancouver doesn't get fifteen thousand for their for their you know debut, and Montreal gets twelve for their debut. You know what I mean? Like because oh look, we're in this North American league now, and and we're with you, and we're going to be with you, and instead we're this. Canadian inferior sporting product. And I'm not saying that that's what it is, but that's always seems to be the consciousness because why can't we just have a league without being a part of the American system? Like would, would the impact in the white caps in Toronto FC be getting the crowds they were if they weren't in major league soccer? And I don't, I think the answer is no. So would the Canadian women's league be, even getting half of these numbers, God, I hope so. I really genuinely hope so. And I'm not saying that out of sarcasm, but anybody who pays attention to the Canadian sporting professional landscape knows that usually without any kind of American intervention, with the exception of hockey, and even that's not hard and fast, you you barely can survive as a domestic league on its own with any degree of box office success and if so sustained but what are your thoughts what are you guys thoughts on this uh, i can't i i don't i just demographically i you know to expect a canadian league to 
match, I guess those numbers, I think is optimistic at first. And I mean, you pretty much, it kind of would be like expecting CPL to have hit the ground running with the same level as MLS did even in the beginning or let alone what MLS kind of averages now. So uh, I just don't, I just think with the way infrastructure is and stuff in Canada, I, I, I don't think it would be at that level. However, it seems like the market is fertile enough to have for a business plan to show that, you know, there's profit to be made. I don't know what level, I don't think anyone's going to become a billionaire owner from, um, you know, you know, it's probably going to be a money loser at the beginning. It's mm-hmm. going to take people, people who have faith in, in the idea and the program and have patience before they probably make a return on their investment. But I mean, I guess the same, definitely the same can be said for CPL as well. So, True. um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I would say that I don't think this startup league could depend on smaller markets to um, be healthy right away. I think they're really going to have to aim for the big markets just to pull in numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, I, but it's there. I, I, the market's obviously there. Yeah, I, mean, I would agree. You know, it's going to be tough. I mean, like you were saying, look at any kind of leagues like the CPL hasn't got great attendances compared to like, the MLS and Canadian MLS teams. And I think I'll even looking at like other sports, is you know, hockey, how many kind of like different sort of like women's leagues have kind of tried to get going and not really ever quite happened uh, in fucking hockey, never in mind like soccer. Um, and it's one of those things, it's going to not instantly be like successful, but hopefully would be so supported. And I think, you know, if the, CSB, you know, just the whole thing there of, uh, you know, they've kind of got this deal, not stolen all the money, but they're signed this deal and they're getting all the money and that's kind of holding everything back from what the CSA can do. Then, you know, if the CSB wants to, one thing that they can do to be uh, basically getting some goodwill so that, you know, people aren't seeing them as the bad guys and all this is, you know, as well as like kind of bankrolling the, uh, the CPL to start out, get a fucking women's league going as well, that you're helping out with all this money that is coming in now from the, the national teams. You know, if you could be supporting a women's league as well until it gets going, then all right, there'll be a lot less sort of criticism of the deal as a whole. Um, but yeah, without that, you know, it, it's always going to be tough. Dan Matheson, that plan, it's a, it's a great plan, but uh, it's just plan for now and we'll see. Ideally, you know, there would be, you know, good solid like, attendances that can put these teams out, and even if you know that is meaning somewhere between like five to ten thousand dollars, ten to ten thousand people, that would be great to start out, which seems somewhat realistic. And you know, you see there's numbers like the NWSL that's obviously going up. You kind of like see it in uh, some like Europe as well, like the, the women's game and everything. It's kind of seems to be getting a bit more. Uh, attention and sort of with that attention it's getting more so there does seem to be momentum in different places so maybe but uh, do you think do you think genuinely like that and I I know we talked about this in the past and this is not to take away from the Diana Matheson uh, plan but do you think the 
landscape would have been stronger. Like it, like it was for CPL having the three MLS clubs already in Canada for a while. If you know, one Vancouver and Canada and Toronto say had NWSL clubs that were established like in, in a, a more established league rather than the first like, you know, pro loop of Canadian women's soccer will be in a brand new league. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think, you know, the NWSL, it obviously has like the, the name recognition and a lot of star players, you know, even if it's, you know, so, hey, right, there's a team in Vancouver and hey, Portland's playing. Christine Sinclair's coming with Portland. Hooray. Yeah. That's going to be getting yeah, yeah. crowds in and, yeah, being like a part of something that already has, you know, because it's been going, but NWSL's been about a decade or so now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that kind of helps it get the momentum to where the point it is right now. It would be kind of helpful to be able to just kind of jump in to that level. Um you know, I mean, obviously there's good and bad to that because now you kind of like look at it and say, oh, well, you know, so Toronto, well, we've got this, but we, we don't really seem to be able to be part of the CPL. Sure. For yeah. the reason. Yeah, New York, I guess. But yeah. Um, so yeah, whether which, you know, ideally you'd like to think that, eh, you know, we don't need that, like Canada can build this league and just stand on its own and everything. But yeah, when all of the best players uh, are not really going to be in Canada. I mean, they're mainly going to be that like, the NWSL is going to have a lot like better players and all that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, Tor- Toronto's a good example of that because it's, you know, those looking to invest in um, sports always say, oh, Toronto will only come out for the top league. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's the top available league. So like Toronto FC yeah. is the top level available football you can get in North America, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, you look at York United. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. I still think a CPL club would work in central Toronto uh, mm. to, to a level. Um, but yeah. investors have always looked at Toronto and say, uh, it's a city that will only support the top level. Yeah. I so, mean, even like just compare you know, Toronto FC very, very popular, getting big crowds even when they were shit and that sort of thing. And, you know, rather than, well, here's this other league, just like, the, the national team is here just for a one-off. Mm-hmm. Well, surely that'll get a big crowd. Yeah, no, no. Aside from when, oh, they actually got to the World Cup qualifying and everything, you know, Canada was never drawing anywhere near the crowds that fucking yeah. TFC would do like 20 times a year. But that was the, yeah, exactly. And that's the equivalent of, the big time of FIFA, right? That was the the main, mm. the biggest you could get as mm-hmm. a Canada fan. So, yeah, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it will, like I said, it will take it will take someone. It will take owners with um, a lot of faith in the project. So, yeah, you know, that'll um, be important. Yeah, whatever it is, I think expecting it to be an instant success is just silly. It's going to take a while to build and everything, but yeah, yeah, I. I my, just the only thing uh, that that I wanted to kind of attach on to your your previous points, Duncan, was that I feel like with a Canadian national team, or sorry, with a Canadian national league, that <clears throat> some of the fringe players may end up playing in like playing domestically rather than abroad for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. it may not may not even necessarily be a money thing; it could be just convenience thing, school thing, any number of factors. But it won't be all of them it won't be half of them and it won't be 
and I can't see it being any of the air quote name brand players. Um, unless investors are going to like really stump up for even the, even the ones who are just kind of in the middle who, who get substitute appearances or might be like, you know, your third, third choice striker. Mm -hmm. They, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being like not quite a designated player situation, but everyone kind of quietly agrees to splash out on one player. That's a Canadian national team player. And then, you know, fill out with the rest of whatever domestic talent, whatever the import rules are, et cetera. But yeah, if, if you're going to, if you're going to sell this on, Hey, come support women's soccer at a club level with none of the stars that draw people out to see Christine Sinclair, whether it's at a club level or at a national team level. Um, good luck. I mean, you're going to need a lot more marketing than just simply putting up a, you know, uh, an ad in your local paper uh, and a targeted ad on Instagram to get people to come out. But um I'd happily be wrong, genuinely happily be wrong. Um, but that's 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 kind of where my head heads at with this. Like, I want obviously want it to be good, want it to be successful. I just I just don't know if the correlation between the NWSL and the project we've got going, if there's anything there other than they're both leagues that have women players playing soccer in it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. This this is this is obviously going to you know continue as more information comes out about uh, the the uh, the project the domestic project uh, and NWSL hopefully they can continue their success off of their opening season opening opening season their kickoff for their for the uh, for the current summer calendar but uh, we're going to move on to the uh, things that are just intertwined with this project. Is the Canadian Soccer Association, and um, yeah, Thursday uh, they are going in front of the Heritage Committee. Uh, basically, it's part two. Uh, citizens on patrol. Is it Citizens on Patrol? What was the second one? Yeah, yeah, it was Citizens on okay. Patrol. Yeah, I can yeah, remember. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so this is a, a CSA Citizens on Patrol, uh, the second installment of the ongoing CSA versus the government. I like it when Earl Cro- Cochran makes helicopter noises. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and he would thank you too for asking that. Well, you would thank Madam Speaker yes. for getting him to make helicopter noises. And I, I'm looking forward to him filling up valuable time, thanking Madam Speaker with every mm. question. Um, so witnesses uh, uh, as listed on the government website, um, dun, dun, our- dun. Ourcommons.ca. Sorry, people's court music. No, I I, I needed the hi hat to start kicking in. Um, <laughs> uh, witnesses Sorry. that are that are expected to be uh, called up uh, are uh, uh, Nick Bontis, former president Canadian Soccer, via Ooh. video conference. Uh, Vittorio. <laughs> oh, Vittorio. Yeah, yeah, we're past the Victor shit. Vittorio Montagliani, president Concacaf. And uh, for Canada Soccer, uh, Sean Hefferton, uh, uh, who is the CFO, all all these all of these special guests will be in via video conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking like it's. I mean, hopefully, I get this out in time. And those of you who have 
been industrious enough to blaze through the podcast as it came out, will find that this is going to come up very soon. Otherwise, it's already happened, depending on when you download this. Uh, so March 30th, Thursday, uh, from 3.30 to 5.30. Um, this will be on probably the streaming networks of the government, which allowed you to eavesdrop the last time. I thought you were going to say like Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's on Apple Plus. That way nobody watches it. Um, no. Hey, season's tickets. Um, but I bought my I bought my subscription package to all the Canadian Parliament viewing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I never right. miss a committee meeting. This is true. No, bl- no blackouts. This is true. I always hate it when they have them. Um, so aside, so aside from any actual meaningful changes that may arise from that, because. Um, this is really just fact finding and shining lights on to shit, which is pretty kind of what it yeah. at least the first part was. Um, what would you like to see come out of this? Like, what what would be either the absurd or the silly or the serious? Uh, what revelations would you guys hope uh, comes out of this? Even either by accident or by you know cornering them coordinating them with the right amount of questions frame the right way where they can't wiggle out of it and they have to dish. I, I feel like I want to see, I mean, both of these guys have moved on. So I, I think I want to see them, both of them just like kind of sitting there, feet up on the table, smoking a cigar saying, eh, I don't have to answer this, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like Bontus would do that. I don't know if Vittorio, I'm not, <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah, Vittorio is maybe a, yeah, a little more professional than that. Yeah, because he still, so. he still has, he still got skin in the game um, as he I, has I, a I, job. I I hope Sean Heffernan comes dressed as Hugh Heffernan. <laughs> Silk robe and like pipe. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you know what? It, it, I'd love them to just really just go all in super villains. Just show who you are. I mean, <laughs> you've got nothing to lose now. Yeah, and the, the most serious thing, I mean, presumably this is going to be given that they are now not part of CSA anymore. And so it's not really going to be, okay, what are you going to be doing in the future to be making things more equitable or what have you? I mean, I'm presuming this is all going to be about, okay, what the fuck were you doing signing that deal with CSB? What the fuck was that all about? And surely that's got to be the, the focus of this one. And, you know, let's, you know, hopefully shine some light on why they decided to sign this deal for that amount of money for so long Going mm. like things through when you know you're going to be hosting a World Cup, and you're still going to sign it away for that amount, and just how little money were you actually able to bring in before this? That this deal sounded, oh yeah, that's fucking golden. We'll absolutely mm-hmm. sign that. That's much so much better than what we had before. We'll sign this. What kind of shitty fucking state were your finances in? Yeah, before you signed that deal, that that you thought this was good. Why did you sign this deal? How useless were you at were you at getting sponsorships and things? Yeah, yeah. Get, get get a loan. <laughs> forgive my forgive my pessimism on the knowledge of the Canadian Heritage Committee on kind of the value <laughs> of the World Cup and you know all that. And so I think listen, there's no legislation attached to this. They're not debating 
this going to a bill or anything like that. Sure. It could influence things in the future, but eh, it doesn't happen all that often. The, the best you can, kind of to what Dungan was saying, the best I think we could hope for is a bit of transparent, more transparency. It would be great if there was a complete transparency if that was demanded, but I don't think appearing for a committee is going to have the teeth necessary to open all the books or get all the truth out. Mm-hmm. So, and it's limited time, you know, it, 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 it's, I don't want to call it PR because it's more than that, but it's, it's without legislation or anything behind it. It's, you know, they get to walk out of that building pretty much with not having to make any promises that stick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just look, just looking at the, you know, the witnesses, former president of CSA, current president of CONCACAF. So he's already like basically former mm-hmm. CSA. Yeah. He and, was, he was there when the deal, he was in the room when it happened, when the deal went down. I, of course. I, yeah. I mean, getting, getting the answers is, is like, fantastic if you can get them but like there's 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 no punishment other than no public villainy if they even if they admit to like yeah we fucked everybody (laughs) and like okay then what what are you gonna do fire nick bontis again you can't Mm -hmm. you know like you're gonna gonna go after montagliani for what he's not even like he's moved on he's got literally a new job Mm -hmm. unfortunately thing he did before Unfortunately, the one thing this could inadvertently, forgive me, I don't know how all the funding works, but thinking blue skying, this could inadvertently, you know, politicians always looking for a, a great wedge argument. It could hopefully not adversely affect future funding of Canadian soccer from a federal level. I suppose. Um, you, you know, if they turn around and say, well, this is an absolute shit show that we shouldn't be putting any money into and public sentiment has gone against you, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, does I don't the, know. Does the government currently put money into the CSA and everything? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not, I think they do a small degree. I, w- I would assume the CSA draws from some kind of like Canadian heritage sport funds and some some kind of funding yeah. i assume so and it can be just like the fees that canadians play pay to play plus the sponsorship there's got to be some kind of grant but yeah really i fun. don't know i'm here to make noises mostly so i don't know it's true it's a good helicopter you do <clears throat> um but yeah nice uh yeah I, I i don't i i don't i don't know what what i'm expecting out of this i mean the last the last go around was surprisingly more riveting than I thought it was going to be. So I'm sold on this one. Um, I, I I guess I guess I just realistically I figure we're going to get some kernels. Uh, optimistically, we're going to get some chunks, but by no means are we getting the whole meal no. because we we just they just won't. They'll th- this is booked for two hours they'll dodge and dodge and dodge and they'll repeat things over and over and over again. And, and eventually they'll get cornered and they'll have to fess up some, like I said, a crumb, but when we're like the likelihood that we're going to see the entire CSB agreement in any way, shape or form, even like the cover page, uh, I don't, I have no optimism over, but watching these guys squirm would be, entertaining as fuck and that's why i'm 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 in it would be so, a little something yeah i mean was i mean is this the last of these i mean i would i would love to hear from someone from like the csb side of things as well 
you know, could they have not sent like fucking Gareth Wheeler at the very least to represent the CSB side of things? I, <laughs> you know, did, did they ask and the CSB was like, fuck you. Oh, wait, do you oh heritage. Oh, baby. Do you, wait, <laughs> Duncan, do you want me to watch this or not? Because <laughs> if you want to keep it shrouded, yeah, absolutely bring them on because there's no fucking way I'm watching that shit. Unless they've got, <laughs> unless I can to, uh, flip on to the French feed, then okay, I'll do it. And then I'll need a translation of the French feed to English. <laughs> uh, call Miss Tweeter. Call Miss Woofer. Here's Madam Speaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. So, yes. Down. <laughs> so, according to a website called Canadian Charity Law, I'm just Ooh. looking at the Canadian Soccer Association receives funds from governments, corporate sponsorships, members, etc. If it receives over $10,000 in public funds during the year, it is a soliciting corporation. They have identified themselves as a soliciting corporation. So take okay. that for what take that for what it's worth. They they're so getting they, at least 10 grand a year from the government. That's what I read from that. Yeah, maybe maybe it's incorrect, I don't know, but yeah. So I I I assume so. You would think more, but at least 10,000. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let's just cut away from that and what's coming up. Um, we got a couple TFC games. We say a couple because we will not be doing a show next week because one of us is going on vacation. Oh, is it me? Is it me? Do I, I hope it's me? And they don't even know it yet. <laughs> Did I win employee of the month? <laughs> I was again, barely here again. Um, yeah, I'm on vacation. So um, with that, we're going to cover the next game, which is Toronto FC. And we're also uh, uh, versus Charlotte. And we're also going to look ahead to Nashville. So first up, um, the. Uh, we don't have do we have a nickname for Charlotte yet? I mean, honestly, it's. I know they were doing that CLT thing, and I can't bring myself to call them that. Um, no, that's a, that's a hard nickname to find, anyway. Um, I don't even know if it really exists. Um, webs. I don't know. Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, thumpers for junkyard dogs pants. I don't know. No. Oh, that's okay. He was from he, he hailed from Charlotte, North Carolina, didn't he? Talking of like junkyard dog, I'm presuming you don't listen to the podcast, Tony. But um, which podcast is that? This this podcast, but to go for like a couple of weeks back, have you seen that the new Hamilton kit? Yeah, yes. it's all full of chains and everything. Uh, yeah, this yeah. was brought up. I hope you're involved with it. But uh, Hamilton, now known as the the Junkyard Dogs, yes. Hmm? I'm not. That's not. I, I don't know if they deserve it. Hmm. It's a it's a lofty title. I mean, to be perfectly fair, I mean, the handies. You can't. You can't. You, unless you can go lower than that, mm. either physically or just morally, you can't. What about the what about the junkyard jobs? Mm. Okay. That's mixing them both together. Maybe. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know anyone who would want a junkyard job, but you know, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't and I don't mean employment. Pound that, that, that just that sounds like a fetish unto itself. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I wouldn't doubt so, it. Okay. Got a big, a big Sanford and son fetish. 
So um, I, I can't climax without that song. <laughs> uh, I bet Stan Collymore would be a big fan of uh, like sex and junkyard junk job. Yeah, yeah. Junkyard dogging. Yeah. Junkyard dogging. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I got to write that one down. That's a good, good show episode title. Um, yeah. So, uh, dogging. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah. So, historically speaking, Toronto are two wins, no losses against Charlotte. Hooray. They're, it's their second year. You know, well, you almost said you. Charlotte Ray, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. I, Garrett from Different Strokes and Facts, Facts of Life. Wow, you work so hard sometimes, Tony. I'm impressed. I, I'm I'm deep in research seven days a week for the show. Bear, no, it's it shows every time, absolutely every time. Uh, yeah, so uh, TFC are are undefeated against uh, their the sophomores. Yes, yeah, sophomores because mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is their second year. They are currently uh, one win. One law, uh, one draw, and three losses. So they are doing real good. Um, and uh, yeah, so this is their this is kind of like their you know first first foray up here. I mean, it's still early. Um, player to watch, fucks. Oh yes. <laughs> I don't know why I just like automatically forget that. Is he still there? I just took a deck. I don't. He okay. I'm looking at the um the playing time, and he's not listed at all. Ah, shit. Yeah, you're gonna have to actually look it up. You could go for something awful. Um, not the website, but <laughs> Harold Awful, Harrison Awful. I'm close. Um, yeah. There's 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 some. There's some there's some names. Yeah, there's there's uh, my favorite uh, Bible protection program, Adam Armor. Oh yeah, that's mm. good. <laughs> ben Bender. Ben Bender. Yeah, Ben Bender's a is is oh a, come that's on, great, that's a great name. Oh no, but it's always for this. It's seventies detective Brad Bronico. <laughs> <laughs> Bronico, give me your shield and your gun. Never. Bronico's on the case. Although the first name Brant doesn't only go with the seventies. No, it's, no, it's true. It's maybe, it's his middle, maybe it's his middle name and his first name's Rem. Callback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, or, or yeah, it's true. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Arcade Fire Cowl would would be pleased. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the. I'm gonna. Awful is pretty much the good joke name, but uh, the uh, for be a pl- the player to watch. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Curran Vargas. I don't know. I, I, I've there's nobody on this side that actually really instills fear, concern. Barely. Yeah, there is there is literally nobody on this side who I just scrolled through the page here. It's his first initial and then the name. None of them uh, I know and recognize offhand. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more research, I would know them, but none of them. Maybe Harrison Awful is the only name I have. That's on me. And that's on me. Yeah, they literally, they, 
you could you could go as far as saying that they have no fucks to give. Yeah, they do. That's that is accurate now. Um, oh, he retired. Did he? Yeah. No tour. That a sh- what a shame. He deserved yeah. better. I know. A real no. a real fucks off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he could have had a whole like like continental like goodbye tour like fucking yeah. around the USA. <laughs> I mean, Apple TV needs needs content. So, I mean, that's just yeah, right there. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty um, thin ish roster of both celebrity and comedy. So, yeah, yeah, indeed. A uh, yeah, there's no one on here that inspires jokes or uh, respect, really. Burn. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's case- burn. Yeah. Is that guy? Oh yeah, <laughs> there is a burn. Nathan Burn. Yeah, <laughs> burn. Oh, that's one of that's oh, one of the worst burns you can get. Oh yeah, mm. no, that shit. Oh yeah, you don't want to burn your Nathan. No oh, usually hot, usually cream for that shit. Especially if you're at a hot dog eating contest. Oh, you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to burn your Nathan. Oh, that's 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 like a below the back of your throat. That's just yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a foot long injury. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I'm laughing at whether or not is that a lower body injury, internal injury, uh, upper body yeah, injury? I'd say, I'd say it's internal medicine. Yeah, possibly. Esophageal. Esophageal. Oh, please. Just once in a press release. Because um, <laughs> it leads to so many questions. Uh, <laughs> predictions. What do, you guys, what do you guys have? One nil TFC. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm liking that too. I was I was thinking at somehow a victory against all odds kind of thing, like a struggle, but they'd still walk away with three points. Was, yeah, so I'm seeing that thump. Man, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with three one Toronto. Woo. I think Woo. they're gonna they're 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 gonna figure some shit out. They're gonna play really good. And then the next game will happen. Yeah. 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 That's where they are right now. Exactly. And so that's that, like, it, it feels, it feels like that's the, that could, that should be the rhythm. It's like, we'll, we'll get a really good result and then Nashville will show up mm-hmm. and uh, which let's, let's just keep the segue going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, Mark, I segue. Kristen could learn something from that. I, that was seamless. I, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, so the following week, which would be uh, April eighth, uh, Nashville is uh, hosting the Mighty Grays. It's the first time I've said it today. Um, they are currently, well, I, as of now, there are two wins, one draw, two losses. Uh, they their uh, upcoming match. Oh yeah, this is really smooth. Good job, Mark. Um, Make sure I see if I can edit this one out. They've got Orlando on the weekend um, who are in fourth at the moment. And uh, they're coming off a string of one nil losses. So, uh, I mean, I would love nothing more than to see them lose to Orlando one nil and then somehow either break out of the slump massively or continue the streak while losing one nil to Toronto. Um. Historically speaking, uh, the 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 junior team because this is their year three, right? I'm going mm. freshman, sophomore, junior, junior, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're, there's definitely some dropouts there too. You know, third year, they just couldn't. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. No, I'm going to community college. Fuck this. <laughs> um, this is there. Historically speaking, uh, it's, it's split to two wins a piece and a draw. And um, yeah, kickoff is at eight o'clock because they're central time. Go figure. Uh, player to watch. Fafa Pico. <laughs> enthusiasm is frightening. Yes. Uh, I've got to say before, you know, there's a lot more name recognition here. Oh, my God. In Charlotte. So oh, my God. Look at this, this list. Shuffleberg. Oh. Walker Zimmerman. Know him. Teal Bunbury. Heard of him. Yeah. Ugh. Godoy. Sure. Mm. Um, Dan Lovitz. I don't care. Dan Lovitz. He's he still does. there. That's nice. Dax McCarty. How is Dax McCarty still playing? Does uh, does does I, Dax McCarty know he's still playing? That's spectacular. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fafa Pico. CJ Sapong. CJ Sapong. Shaq. There's so many. Uh, so many. This is a fucking MLS team. Jesus. Yeah. yeah fucking Charlotte. Take some notes, will you? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Anyway, yeah, play it to watch uh, Schaffelberg, sure. But uh, let's, let's try and find comedy now. Good Lord, he's got two goals. Yeah, he's had a good start to the season. He is oh, uh, genuinely sorry. I just, I just want to get from that he thing. didn't get. Yeah, okay, he's good for him. All right. Mark, Mark your Panini, your Panini uh, album from some year will really love that their assistant coach is Steve Guppy. Leicester City, Leicester, um, I, I know him mostly from his Leicester career, I'd say. What yeah. would you say, Dunk? Yeah. Was he a Wickham as well? I want to say he was, Wickham. yes. He, okay, he, yeah. Near the end of his career, but yeah. 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 Actually, no, he started his career at Wickham and went back. Oh, I see. Yeah. 178 yeah. appearances between 89 and 94 at Wickham. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I probably saw him play. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, when he went to Leicester. Yeah. He's, yeah. He had two spells at Leicester. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's good for him. That's nice. Didn't didn't realize he played five matches for DC United in 2005, 2006. <laughs> okay. And that finished was... his career with our favorite Ragers, the Rochester Rhinos. Ah, oh, rest in peace. What's it, what's with uh, Leicester Rochester uh, connections? Uh, mm-hmm. If I can spoil something for you, that Go shit's on. over. Oh, I know that shit's over, but yeah, yeah. no, but like Rochester, New York FC. Yeah. Probably one of the worst names ever. I mean, there's been some dingers, but that, uh, they're not playing this year. Yeah. That is, that experiment is fully over. Yeah. They pulled right out yeah. of MLS next, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. which is, which is, you know, a shame because I was hoping to get a scarf that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, a raging Vardy scarf, a raging Vardy. Yeah. Yeah, chat shit get horn raged. <laughs> get get <the> raged. <laughs> I was going rhino. Yep, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're both right. Yeah, there uh, is no wrong. There is no wrong. No, no, there isn't. Um, players, let's see, player to watch. I mean, yeah, Shafts is probably like the most obvious yeah. one, but I, I like their, their, their goalie, and you know, I hope he makes it into the game. Mm. It's uh, E Panico, and that, that's <laughs> no. a name for a goalie, Elliot Panico. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that's pronunciation guide is I was expecting that to be just like, oh, Duncan's just taking it literal. Nope. No, nope, you sure. fucking nailed Pratico. it. 
Yeah, Panico. Um, like a, like, like, like a, like a company that, places. Like a company that, that manufactures panic. Yes. 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 Oh yeah. Oh, we man. Oh yeah. We distribute panic. We here at Panic Co. <laughs> High grade chaos. Um, if you're not anxious in 30 days, you get your money back. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'll go with Lovitz uh, as as the as the real player to watch that isn't Shafts and uh, uh, where where does see it Grey Goose yeah I mean it's Gregus but it's it looks like Grey Goose because the it's got the U's got an a ah, little inverted oh no the S has got the inverted and I just want yeah. to make the, I want to make it a I want to make it more. Um, Vodka E. So uh, I'm gonna say Jan Gregus. Oh, yeah. Gregus is fun too because it sounds yeah. like he's like it sounds like he's leaving the room quickly. Yeah, that's pretty good. Luke Hackinson. That's a good that. That's a good, that's good that's solid a quality, quality name. Well. That's a good name. Mm. Better than Slumberjack. Charlotte. Fuck. All right. Uh, predictions. Two nil Nashville. Fair. Two nil Nashville. You know, Kristen can't fuck this up for us. 2 0 Nashville. Awooga. Awooga. Treble Claxon. Mm. I mean, I actually think it's going to be a drop, but I like a good oh, gimmick. Mark. No, no. I like a good gimmick. It's All 2 0 right. Nashville. Well, ba- base, instead of Ayuga, let's uh, go for number 27 on Nashville. Anunga. Anuga. <laughs> I like when my chocolate bars are filled with Anuga. It's delicious. Oh, yeah, it's it's delicious. real nice. Yeah, quality and Anunga. Yeah. All right, last can I ask uh, you before we move on, Kate, can I ask you to just check the pronunciation guide for Taylor Washington? How are they said because that suggests he pronounces it Washington? What the fuck? Washington. 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 I guess so. I don't know who this is for now. Seattle. Look, I'm still, I'm, yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm still reeling at the whole uh, Vasquez. So, like, this is all to fucking play for. Why not, Washington? I mean, I'm actually putting the emphasis on the middle by saying it like that. But mm. Washington, okay, maybe it works. Fuck it. Let's 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 push on. So, yep. Uh, next week, uh, m- middle of next, not okay, April 11th. That's the next week. I'm yeah, talking. It's a good week and a half away, man. We're talking about. Nashville, the week following the Nashville game, uh, Canada women's WNT and XNT. I almost said NXT because I watched too much wrestling. Canada and WNT XNT as a friendly scheduled versus France. Ooh. Um, and um, it looks like they are going to be playing this in Le Mans and it's going to take 24 hours. That's a that's a racetrack, Mark. You're being silly. I <laughs> got you all. Um, yeah, so uh, it will kick off. Should take place at uh, three o'clock Eastern on on April 11th, um, and uh, will be broadcast through that other streaming service. We're not allowed to talk about anymore. But um, yeah, um, do. There seems to be uh this is this is a Kristen thing, editorial thing. It says friendly on the eleventh. 
Does it happen? <laughs> Maybe she's being existential. Maybe. Or or doomsday. Oh, God, mm-hmm. is she predicting the end of the earth and that's where she is now? Is she a prepper? Holy shit. This all makes sense. She's going to hide now in a fucking bunker underground yeah. in Cornwall because she knows the world's going to end. Jesus. That's so like her not to tell us. So selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Now well, it's going to all come down on 411. Mm. Good news is we finally get to stop the show. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, to be fair, season one has gone on so long. I know. I just want to get to season two. That's, Let's I just said, get, get to the cliffhanger. I said we do. I said three seasons and we're out, but somehow this is still season one. So, um, I yeah, I don't. I didn't. I guess there's maybe a chance to that, there, that this could not happen. I mean, at this point, if they're yeah, well, I mean, they they wanted to go on strike for that uh, the she believes cup, and then the CSA kind of told them, no, 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 you're not allowed to do that. Um, because I guess you can't mess with the integrity of the She Believes Cup. Yeah, it ain't no Arnold Clark. No, what is? uh, This is just a friendly, as opposed to the official international competition of the She Believes Cup. Yeah, winner. um, But yeah, just a friendly, so maybe they will strike here. Um, Again, it's hilarious just all of the demands that are being placed on the CSA right now, and there are no place to do anything about any of them. It amuses me. Um, but yeah, there is, I guess, you know, do you do you want to be uh, standing up for your rights as far as like equal pay or just equal treatment, that sort of thing? It's a very honorable position. Excellent. Or, you know, do you actually uh, want to be playing the games to prepare for the World Cup? Because, you know, after all the complaints that oh, the CSA isn't putting games on, it would seem a bit silly to not actually play one of the games that the CSA did actually manage to do. So um, who knows? But uh, yeah, there is intrigue as to whether that'll go through. But yeah, France, France loves a strike. Let's just, you know, have a, that, that could be the competition itself. Yeah. Go to France, join in a big fucking strike, set fire to the fucking city. Oh my God. Yeah. Winning country gets to retire at 60. Yes. Done. Yes. Because, I mean, our, I, I thought the French team was going through their own turmoil as well. Wasn't uh, wasn't like their most capped player recently. I, I really should have looked into this before starting this segment. Um, I thought there was a whole thing where the, the, the all-time caps leader was retiring from international football because she's had her fill of the bullshit. Go figure. And um, she probably still could play because she still plays at a at a high level. Um, I that need to go familiar, look, actually. Yeah, I need to go look this up because and mm. and you know podcasting, doing it live. Why not? Mm. French football captain. Yeah, so French football and controversy. I was like, unhappy French footballers. That that'll definitely get it. That's not going to get amounts <laughs> of things. That's like one of those web links you press, and there's like twenty pictures. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, this was this was back in February. Um, uh French captain Wendy Renard announced that she was stepping back from international football. Uh, the 32-year-old center back has been an icon on the women's national team for years, but will not compete at the upcoming 2023 World Cup. Um, and I'm trying to. F- Wendy trying Renard to find- has no fox to give. Oh well, neither does Charlotte. And look where that got them. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, basically. So, so I guess one of the, uh, she's stepping back for the sake of mental health um, in, in a quote, I translated, I suspect I defended the red, white, and blue Jersey with passion, respect, commitment, and professionalism 142 times. Well done. I love France more than anything. I'm not perfect far from it, but I can no longer endorse the current system, which is far from what is required at the highest level. It's a sad day, but it's necessary for the sake of my mental health. So, and that's from there. Uh, I may, uh, may, my face may hide the pain, but my heart suffers and I no longer want to suffer. So that's, 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 that paints quite a, quite a picture um, mm. in general. So I, I would be curious to find out if um, that is just her or if that is a sign that it's even worse, more systematic than just simply one person. I would imagine so. I, I suspect as such. I gen like, it's crazy that your captain would just pull the shoot on their on their international career because of stress and and not to say like it's this isn't me undermining stress or anything that's no that's not it mm. but if she's if she's saying fuck this I'm out who else is thinking about saying fuck this I'm out yeah and to be, yeah I mean to be fair I'm gonna just looking at Wikipedia here and what have you, but uh, yeah, so she said that in February uh, and then in March, they sacked the coach uh, and now she is open to a return to the team. Oh, solution. shit. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, Corinne Diakou is out and Wendy Renard might be back in. Hilarious. Well, good mm. for her. That If that's the whole thing, then fantastic. Uh, at that Meaning that that's actually the problem, and if it's a problem for her, she probably she was probably a problem for a lot of other players. Yep. Um, okay, interesting. So maybe they're not France. The French women's team is not in as in the flux that I once believed. But either way, it um, sounds like they'd be in flux. But as if like right, well, problem kind of solved, or at least one problem kind of got rid of. But there's presumably other problems that are there, and. Who knows who the new coach is going to be and all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah. yeah, interesting times. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I suspect that if all things go well, timing wise, we'll probably be recording shortly after this match takes place. Um, looking at the lineup, it looks like a pretty loaded lineup like just the name brand players that have been announced for the Canadian national team like the ones that we all know and love um all seem to be there but I'm also not the person to be able to go oh we're missing this one uh that's my own that's my own fault I know that but um Sinclair's listed Hoytema's listed Schmidt's listed Fleming Quinn uh Riviere Alicia Chapman Jade Rose, Kadisha Buchanan, Kayleen Sheridan. Like it's this is this is this is the A team by the looks of it. Short of injuries, this is pretty good. Yes. Um predictions. Mm. The game happens. <laughs> A lot of professional football is trading horror stories of their individual federations. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of consolation and 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 yeah. and support for each other. There will be wristbands and special T-shirts and jerseys turned inside out galore. 
Oh my god, that'd be so awesome. Um, on the brighter side, Kristen might be right. Whale might be walking in a fiery hellscape mm. after, the, after the meteor hits. <laughs> All mm. right. So then, my prediction is she's wrong about the end of the world hmm. because she would have she would have been like selling off her her tv or whatever you know she do we do we know no, she, she no shoot offering for you, that television have you heard her on any other podcast this week other podcasts yeah. anyway um no i don't i don't i don't believe there's other ones uh although okay, that, what a great image that is of the world like being ended and kristen finding a bunker in the one place she could podcast from <laughs> <laughs> No need to get used to it anymore. <laughs> yeah. If if the world ends and like she's like the only one podcasting, then she would literally be like on the entire internet. That's true. This so is that's true. the goal here, isn't it? Okay. Oh my god, it's a prophecy. That wasn't a catchphrase. It was a prophecy. <laughs> the entire internet. That there's one show. That's the she entire must internet. Be stopped at all costs. On it. Yeah. Um, all this time she was sent from the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we never we ne- we never paid attention we never heeded her warnings no um all right assuming that the world doesn't come to a fiery end uh on the uh, 11th hypothetically a game plays uh and they actually attempt to play the game i mean like not just go protest yeah. which i'm also that would be awesome if they did that being said if a game does happen to break out what would you think the game <laughs> the score would be uh Let's go with, uh, I want to say one all, but well, let's go to one nil Canada. Let's say they pull it off. Yeah. I'm going to go one nil France. Un mm-hmm. nil. I'm going to, I'm going to go three one Canada. Not that. Not that. I know. Yeah. Woof. I don't. I don't know why. I just think, yeah, they're gonna. I came very close to a, a spit take all over Rosa's laptop on that one. There, three well, goals. Okay. I I I would not be responsible. I mean, I would arguably be responsible, but ultimately, I'm not responsible for the damage you do to the equipment at your house. So, I mean, uh... I'm not trying to get you in trouble or possibly murdered but i would say that drink responsibly so um yeah i i i think uh, i think that's a show guys wanna sure the campio yeah we'll do the campio opening weekend next time okay yeah yeah exactly. next time because then time for that? it'll be right then and hopefully the other three teams will announce their fucking shirts because i'm already impatient god damn it hurry up um Otherwise, I've been joined by two of the three uh, regular panelists on this show. Uh, the, men, out there. the men of the show. Oh, oh, yeah. So that's, okay, wait, wait, that's factual. That is factual. Yeah, yeah. That's not. We, okay, are, we just, are the three males of the show. It is this, a, this, is, this is a sausage party this week. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. I thought it was a little uncomfortable. Audio sausage. Audio sausage. Feel the grind. Um, <laughs> out there on the internets, uh, most of the internets, not all of it. Who's that greedy? Uh, you can find him at Duncan D. Fletcher, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. 
Hello. Thank you, Mark. Bang up job. Well done. Gentlemen, you're such a gentleman. Um, out there, uh, manning the, the vocal minority tweet machine and also uh, uh, predominant two soccer, prolific tweeter. Uh, Only by force. Oh, well, the con- read the contract next time, Tony. That's all it. That's all I guess. Uh, Albanians surprisingly still have bayonets. Mr. Tony Walsh. Hi, everybody. Yeah. R.I.P. Malaki FC. Meh. That's a good run. Just all, just all dog blog stuff. That's fair. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to thank everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. If you like to consume our podcast over YouTube, feel free to go find us at Vocal Minority CA on YouTube. I think I did it right. They've recently changed the year old structure, so it's kind of personalized. Anyway, uh, feel free to subscribe. We will eventually post all the, uh, we will eventually post this episode as well as all future episodes on there as well. So thank you for in advance for uh, clicking on that link. And Tony did shirts. Can you believe it? They're on our Zazzle uh, shop. You can find that site on our website. Uh, Just look for the link and check out all the wonderful stuff he did. And I will say that uh, last thing is that the Vancouver FC away kit is pretty fucking sweet. Fucking space dicks. I know, right? I know. It's it's, it's an astral throbber, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. They, they, yeah there's two words that have never been beside each other which, which brazilian team is it flamengo they look like yes thank you they do yeah, yeah. My, my yeah, it's good it's nice a, yeah it's nice both both pohang steelers this is the second time mm. i've said it today and uh western city wanderers are mm. also black and red hoopies yeah, yeah. Um, dennis the menace yeah, also dennis yeah, the yeah. menace yep and uh freddie krueger and, and freddie krueger yeah. yeah that's very good oh I don't think I'd really like fully looked too hard at this one, but the the black one that has all the uh, little towns or what have you in there, mm-hmm. I, are, they, are they trying to represent all of BC? I, I don't, I don't know. They're I don't the know. York, they're the York United of British Thank Columbia. Thank you. That's exactly that's what they're going for. That was exactly what I was thinking. It's like, oh, they're York Uniting this early. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I like that. That's a verb. Yeah. Uh, look at this. Look at look at these idiots. York uniting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kristen should be back on the next one. Um, if she if she's you know if she's allowed. Um, if, the, well, just, if, the, if the courts allow it. I would I would like to read a prepared statement courtesy of Chat GPT. Kristen Knowles is a passionate soccer fan and podcaster hailing from Toronto, Canada. She's a member of the Voyager Supporters Club, an organization dedicated to supporting Canadian soccer at all levels. Kristen is known for her love of the Canadian Premier League and follows half the clubs in the league closely. Her enthusiasm for the league shines through her in shines through in her podcast where she shares her insights and opinions on the latest news and developments in Canadian soccer. Despite her love for Canadian soccer, Kristen is not a fan of Canadian men's national team forward Kyle Lahren. She's been critical of his performances in the past and has expressed her disappointment with his lack of consistency on the field. For the record, ChatGPT literally states, as a disclaimer, it does no knowledge of anything that's happened from 2021 forward because that's how much... information it kind of digests so um i guess that would have been accurate about two years ago 
Uh, Kristen is a must listen for Canadian soccer fans as she provides in-depth analysis and thoughtful commentary on the sport she loves. Her passion for the game and commitment to supporting Canadian soccer makes her a valuable member of the soccer community in Canada and beyond. Ah, chat GPT. That's horrifying that it knows that it, that it did that. I think chat GPT is in the pocket of Kristen. So big Knowles. Feel like I'm going to get punched for saying that. Anyway, (laughs) um, that I just want that. That's, that's Kristen's country. Oh, she also did the rundown, but I also wanted to do with that little bio in. Um, As for me, you can follow me at kitnerdmark on most of the internet. Oh, with a K, not a Q. Almost forgot that part. Um, And until two weeks from now, Canada, get used to it. This Vancouver kit is awful. I just kind of noticing that they're just the the place names are just repeated again and again and again. What? I know. I know. It's so like it. From a distance, it's like, okay, it's got some horizontal stripey bits, it looks like, and it's got black embossing. It's like, okay, it's not a bad, not a bad first kit. And then when you keep looking at it, it's like, Jesus Christ, if we do we have that little fucking iconography within our our communities that the best we can come up with is just literally words? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you oh, you have words for cities too? Amazing. Anyway, um, but the away kit's awesome, so at least they got one out of two. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah.